If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Good morning, Roxy Soxy. Good almost not, Tam Tam. You're looking sexy. Why you look so sexy? Where's my mom bun at? And why aren't you wearing a mom bun? I took a shower. I brushed my hair. Who is this person? Who is this person? (laughs) This is a stranger to everybody in the outside world. Um, Yes. uh, So basically, I'm in the middle of like crazy week right now. It's almost six o'clock here and I'm in between Super Bowl events. And there's like... Oh my God. So when you say Super Bowl events, you actually going to the events or is everything now still online? Like what's happening in Los Angeles? Do you feel like everything's starting to go back to normal? Yes. These are all in-person events. So it's like they they kicked off last night. There was a dinner last night. There were a couple events today. There's like two tomorrow, three or four on Saturday, three on Sunday. And it's like people that it does feel cool because it does feel like people, there is like a yeah. semblance of normalcy, but yeah. I think it's my like body forgotten about it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> my body is so tired. I just after one day, because I am not used to going out. This yeah. Much anymore. Yeah. So we're back on set. So I've been filming a show over here called neighbors uh-huh. and we're in our third, third <gasps> week. Wow. And it's, it's been hard because I mean, the show's in Australia and it's in, it's really big in the UK, but it's not shown in the States, but the show has been on for like 30 years. It's been like the longest running show ever. And it just got canceled this week. What? Why? I mean, it doesn't affect my role because my role, I'm actually, I've, uh, I was always asked to come in for six weeks. It's like this great character. She's very like Cruella DeVille. I come in, I screw some stuff up and then I leave. So it doesn't affect what I'm doing, but it's very it's hard to be on set, not because it's hard, but like, it's, it's sad to see like these crew and this cast. Some of them have been on the show for 20 something years. Oh my God. But why are they canceling it? If it's such a popular, like big show. So the funding was coming from the UK. And I think that, you know, at some point, like, you know, people, there's so many streaming services. Like when I was on home and away, there wasn't any other ways to watch TV. It was like Mm kind of in Australia, it's like channel seven, channel nine and channel 10. And that's all people used to watch. And I'm sure in the States as well, like, Mm -hmm. you know, 20 something years ago, there wasn't all these, like obviously Netflix and all these different places to consume mm-hmm. content and because there wasn't any places to consume content it was like an event to go watch tv like you come home at seven o'clock at night mm-hmm. everyone would have dinner that watch the show and like it, the numbers were so big that it was able to sustain it to keep going but now that there's all these streaming services i feel like it's really hard to continue a show like this yeah i know it seems like it, there's so many choices out there right and it's sad mm-hmm. because for a show like that has such a long history and it's like so many people probably still love it that it's mm-hmm. like it's really sad when those go away it's like the mm-hmm. dallases and the dynasties and like yep, neighbors yep, like yep, sure. yep. is home and away still on there 
It is, but again, it, it I, I have no idea what the numbers are, but it's kind yeah. of like the beginning of an end, I feel, you know? And, oh. and it's interesting because someone wrote a post about it and they said that the Australian government should actually come in and save the show because mm-hmm. they employ probably 300 to like a thousand people. Mm-hmm. And if it's about, like they said, if it was any other industry where you were losing so many jobs, you know, the government would come in and help with financing or funding because it's such a learning ground for like new people, actors, crew members, it's also creates so many jobs. It's like part of Australia's history in a way and mm. like our culture that, you know, people are like trying to like hashtag save neighbors and get the government to come in and, and try to save it too. Oh my God. What are they going to do with all the displaced actors that are going to be, you know, oh, 300 people will be out of work as of June. Oh, yeah. That's sad. Is it the is industry really big enough there that they can find other jobs pretty easily? Like, in film and TV I mean, it's a 30, 30, 30 million people, you know? So it's kind of like, you know, I think, what is America? 300 million? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Something and like it's that. the same size. So <laughs> there's like, definitely like everything here is much smaller, but because it's so much smaller, like life is a lot, I feel like it's less stressful. People are super nice. I'm not saying they're not nice in the US, but like when I joined this show, it was like I joined a family straight away. Everyone was incredible. The younger characters were so like smart and also there's no egos whatsoever Mm because Australia really hates it when like if you have an ego they will cut you down (laughs) that's why Aussies are just very like you know like what you see is what you get because Uh the culture does not breed ego over here they do not they don't like it they Mm -hmm. they just won't put up with it talk about what you see is what you get you still haven't told me the secret to how they grow those Australian hot men like I know the guys here are really yeah like everywhere you you look is like oh he's hot he's hot he's hot he's hot hot." Have you been seeing a lot of them since you've been there? I mean, I'm not looking, Roxy, because I but have a husband, I mean, Roxy. If they cross <laughs> your eye line, look, they're really they all they're all built like Chris Hemsworth. I mean, <laughs> think it's all the surfing. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. And they'll kill all those the the killer like spiders and everything yeah. for you, right? It was like, inter- it was weird, is because like they they drink like there's a big drinking culture here too, so everyone's yeah. kind of drinking a lot, but like the men are just ripped still. I mean. <laughs> How is that that they drink that much beer and still look good? It's the surfing, I'm telling you. It's being outdoors. I think moving your body. Like I've lost accidentally. Don't you love it when you accidentally lose a lot of weight? Um, Just because I'm moving so much, you know? And I think the pandemic, we just didn't move for so long. Yeah, we were so sedentary. I think that's exactly it. And it's like, it kind of takes a minute to get like back up to speed. Like how we used to Mm -hmm. go, go, go so much. Remember? Mm -hmm. Like when we were going and like going to the studio and like, going and running around and doing all the things with our kids and working and like all these like we didn't even think twice about it you know mm-hmm. but now it's like to plan to like okay you're gonna be gone like x amount of, you know it's it's mm-hmm. a lot and do you think i feel like the pandemic is starting maybe maybe i'm naive but it's starting either we've given up and we're just like <laughs> we're done we don't care anymore or yeah. it's actually starting to dissipate and i think I mean, I actually don't know other than knock on wood me (laughs) and you who haven't got COVID. Like my brother got COVID. My best friend got COVID. My agent got COVID. My husband got COVID and all different varying degrees of it. Yeah. Did what did you guys ever figure out what Sean had like this last time? Was it like long COVID? I really don't know, but I'll be honest with you. Like, yeah, I can't imagine it wasn't COVID. Yeah. Cause you know what I mean? Like he reaction. broke out in a rash, yeah. he had a high fever, he was congested. Oh, so get this. So we were on set and the makeup artist who was doing my makeup on neighbors, mm-hmm. she was sick. 
And Mm -hmm. she, we have to get tested. The best thing about shooting is like they rapid test everyone every day. Mm -hmm. So you feel really safe. You're like, okay, if one of us got COVID, we would know about it. Every morning you go in there, you have to go in 15 minutes early and all get a rapid test. So so my poor nose, I'm like, I can't breathe out of my right nostril. Um, But we get a rapid test of the nose every single day. Mm -hmm. And the makeup artist was testing negative, but she wasn't feeling well. And she had all the symptoms of COVID. And for an entire week, she kept coming to work and I was like, oh shit. And she was doing my makeup and she didn't have a mask on and I didn't have a mask on. So she was literally, I could feel her breath on me while she wasn't feeling well. A day later, she tested positive for COVID. Oh my God. And you never got it. I've been in three very close contacts. Never got it. That's so weird. I think some people just are not going to get it. You know what I mean? Like genetically, maybe, I don't know if it's like, it might be a genetic thing too. Like to where there's some, she breathed on me and she had COVID. Did she have it? Did she end up having it bad too? Like, was it Very a bad? bad. Oh shit. Yeah. Cause she was immune compromised. She was double vaccinated, but she didn't get the booster. And we noticed uh-huh. that everyone who got the booster at work uh-huh. didn't get it. Oh, didn't get COVID. No, <gasps> that's so weird. You know, what is it's almost reverse here because the people that we knew, like the majority of the ones we knew who got the booster still got, got COVID. COVID. Yeah. And I'm like, how, I don't know what I am so puzzled still by this whole thing. You know, I know. I know. I mean, I don't know. Maybe we just lucked out. I don't know. Cause you didn't get it right. No, I didn't get it. And David had it, you know, in the summer and mm. Bray and I, like my daughter and I never ended up getting it. And we had been traveling together and, you know, been in close quarters and having and all that sexy time together all that sexy time i mean it is a wonder i did not get daily it. sexy time is so a wonder i haven't got it how in the hell did that not happen how's your sexy time going this week Roxy? oh it's actually going good oh remember i told you we had that whole like come to Jesus where we were like chatting and like mm-hmm. we started talking and David started talking, you know, doing some like one-on-one, you know, therapy on his own. And mm-hmm. I was doing mm-hmm. it too. I'm hopeful. Like, I feel like it really kind of gave us this, like, it gave us more like technique. Like we, I just feel like the pandemic you can communicate better. And that's yes. why I feel like therapy. It's if you can't communicate in a relationship, honestly, there's uh, it's about talking. It's also about not getting your feelings always like you have to notice your own triggers. Yeah. I think a lot of like, I think a lot of people in relationships, me included, mm. we, we blame the other person for our issues. And we're like, well, you should make us feel better. You should fix this for me. Mm-hmm. And I've realized like, oh my God, like even if you love someone, of course you can feel hurt, mm-hmm. but you're there shit and their emotions and their trauma has nothing to do with you obviously if someone says to you like you're a bitch it can hurt Mm. but not if you're processing it like oh they're saying that because they're in their own trauma they're in their own pain they're angry because they're angry whatever it is it's not acceptable right but maybe we can understand people better if we notice that they're hurting yeah it's true it's true and like you're saying it's like having those communication tools too, like to where it's not like a 
not like a competition, like who can get the last word in or who mm-hmm. can like, who can win point. Exactly. It's not about winning. That's like something big that I had to learn is it's like, I don't have to win every argument, you know, like, and that's just your ego. Button. That's yeah. your ego. That's your id just sitting up on its high horse saying like, you know, notice me, I'm enough, I'm worthy. But if you worked on yourself and you're like, yeah. I don't need that. I don't need him to feel like I won because yes. I know, I know the truth. That's the thing though. It's so hard to get rid of the ego. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. It's like, you have to like pull it out and like go through the steps. And it's like being like, and for me, you know, from the vulnerability thing, like that was always, I felt like a weakness, which clearly it's not, it's like a mm-hmm. strength, no, you know, definitely, but, yeah. but like for me too, I've had to learn to be more vulnerable, you know, especially like when communicating and like, so that to me is like been hard also, but I'm like trying to work on it. Mm -hmm. But then I was like talking to the therapist and I'm like, okay, so we get through like all this and you know, everything's like hunky dory. Like it's never going to happen again. Right. He's like, there's no guarantee. (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) I have relationships are like, I mean, especially you and I've been in relationships with the same man for over a decade. Like people change. And when you meet people, like I met my husband in my early twenties and it's Mm -hmm. like, I'm a different person in my thirties than I was in my twenties that I'll be in my forties. And what I needed then is different than I need now and what I want now. And it's like people change as you grow and it's whether you're changing together and it's whether Mm -hmm. you're building a stronger foundation because, you know, people go, well, you guys are great because you've been together 10 years. Time doesn't define how good a relationship is. Like we could be two people that like are so codependent that we have a shitty relationship but we can't get rid of each other. That's not the case, but that could be the case. Right. It's like, you know, we have to work constantly on ourselves Mm -hmm. so that our relationship has room for like growth and oh my God, there's a big truck that just went through. (laughs) Um, Has a big room for growth, you know? Yeah, exactly. And it's like also too like, taking your hand out, you know, like extending the branch. And if like somebody feels stuck, it's like you help them too. you know, like come up. It's Mm -hmm. like, I think for so long, me, like, especially like, I feel like I was so focused on just like my own kind of like whatever that Mm -hmm. it's like hard for me sometimes to look and see like, and not just like, like, you know, my husband, I'm just in general to see Mm -hmm. like what other people might be going through too. And to really like lend a helping hand and, you know, stick the olive branch out and like help people, Mm-hmm. get to another place, you know, and it's because, like- and the said this to me, he was like, you know, cause when I get frightened or I get fearful, I it's called, it's fight or flight, fight, mm-hmm. fright, fight, flight, or freeze. Mm-hmm. And that's what happens to me. I either get very aggressive or I want to run away. That's my two main things. Freeze is something else where I just kind of like feel paralyzed and I can't really get anything done. Mm-hmm. But the fight thing is normally when we're in a confined space and I can't get out, like whether I'm in the car and I can't leave or I'm in a house and it's late at night and I can't leave and I can't like let my steam out. I normally go to fighting and it's because of my fear. And Sean mm-hmm. said to me that like, it's very hard to meet anger with love because mm-hmm. anger is such like a polarizing emotion. And it's mm-hmm. so like when we're angry to other people, Mm-hmm. their first response is anger. This kind of like you're protecting yourself. You want to combat, you want to fight because you yeah. want to win, whatever that is. You go, someone's angry at you, you go straight to anger. You don't go anger. And then someone goes, love, understanding, yeah. vulnerability. <laughs> yeah. So I, I said to him, I was like, just so you know, when I get angry, I'm suffering. Like I'm not doing well. 
you know? And he's like, it's just really hard to meet that with kindness. <laughs> it's so hard because it's like, you're putting yourself out there, you know, it's like, who wants to put themselves in, in the line of fire, you know, but does he do that? Like, will he be like, okay, like, like try to treat you generally? He has, he has like his limits. And, you yeah. know, I always say it's like the pools, like the one, two, three. And mm-hmm. I, I sometimes get so caught up. It's so weird. Cause sometimes I'm like in it and I'm like, I don't even know if I feel this and I don't even know if I'm this angry, but I'm so used to, I'm so used to this cycle and I'm so used to the habit of just getting so heightened and so mad. And when I say heightened and mad, I'm not screaming or throwing things or saying names or hitting him or anything like that. I just get aggressive. Um, And I'm so used to that. So it's like my go-to, I don't even know what another go-to would be. Right. Right. No. And I, and I think I need to work on that. And I think it's also because of when I was young, I was 15 years old when I got on a TV show, people always used to make whatever you wanted happen, happen. So they Mm. used to fix your problems. So like, Oh my God, this shoe's not working. Someone will give you a different shoe. Oh God, Mm. this plane ticket's not working. They'd figure out your plane ticket. So it's like, Oh shit. Like in the world, sometimes things just don't work out and you have to accept them and yeah. not get angry. Yeah. You know what? I was just thinking about something. Cause I was looking at your Insta stories. I think it was like maybe this past week and you posted this little, um, like quote about jealousy. And it was like, mm. what was it? I can't remember the exact. It said, um, it, it said say? when you look at someone uh-huh. and you, their accomplishment or something, their like, accomplishment. You're, yeah. You think that they're showing off. You need oh, to check off. your yeah. jealousy. Yeah. You need to check your jealousy. I thought that was so interesting. Cause I had never heard it phrased like that. Mm-hmm, Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, it's never like, okay, like check yourself. I just like thought about that when I was like looking, I was like, that is so interesting. Cause it's usually, I don't know. It's never like kind of framed in that way. What made you post that? I think we all do it. I think that if we say we don't do it, we're lying. And the people who don't do it are very self-aware and they've worked on themselves. And I think that a lot of us do do it Mm. when we see pictures and we go, Oh, look at her. Like if someone's like in a, in looks really hot or sexy or whatever we think hot is, and they're posting a picture of their bodies. I think I don't know if the first thing we think of is like, oh my God, look how beautiful they look. I think especially as women, we go, oh God, like no one looks so obvious or it's so, why are they being, why are they just showing off their ball? Like, you know, why are they always half naked? Like, I think as women, we, we want to put them down because we think that it makes us feel better, but it ends, it doesn't ever make us feel better, (laughs) you know? But if you're like, oh, she's a show off, then you kind of are accepting that you're okay with your body because it doesn't look that, that way. Yeah. That's a good point. You know what too? It's like, goes back to, I think one of the manifestation gals, um, was talking about this when she came on, but it's like checking even like the thoughts in your head, like the negative thoughts, because I didn't Mm -hmm. even realize because not like, if I don't say something that's still, even though I'm not saying it, it's still contributing to like the energy Mm -hmm. of what I'm putting out there and like what will come back my Mm -hmm. way. And that has been like really tricky to do too. It's like, okay, stop thinking in a negative way and just like peel it back and like try to like find the gratitude, you know? So I had an interesting manifestation, like two, so two days ago, I was told I had this big Australian campaign as a clothing company. I was so super stoked. I felt so grateful. And then I got told that there was someone else that they might give the job to (laughs) all of a sudden I was like, what is happening? And I felt so negative. And then all of a sudden, like 
they changed my scene order and I wasn't going to come home to see my kids. And there was just so many things uh, happening all at once. Yeah. And I got in such a funk and I was like, I'm now manifesting it that it's definitely not going to happen. Like the campaign is right. not going to come through and I'm definitely not going to see my kids. And my husband's like, just think positive. And I'm like, but I don't feel positive. Right. And what I did instead of, cause you remember I say to you, like, how do you just manifest something if you feel shit? Yeah. What I, instead of just sitting there faking my thoughts going, right. oh, I really believe the campaign's going to happen. I really believe that these things are going to work out, even though I didn't. Right. I just started to do something that made me happy. Like, like I what put, was it? I just went on set and yeah. I started laughing with my girlfriends on set. Yeah. And I just accepted that if the deal didn't come through, it didn't come through. Okay. And I just started being happy. Right. Okay. And so I'm in the car and they did let me go see my kids. So I'm like in the car and I'm driving to the airport and I get a call from my age, my, my manager. And they're like, do you want the good news or the bad news? I was like, the bad news. They go, maybe you have to cut your trip short with your kids. I was like, okay, so what's the good news? They're like you got the campaign. Oh. Oh, <laughs> and right. I thought in that second, yeah. I was like, I don't think I got the campaign because I thought about getting the campaign. Right. I think that I just started putting positive energy and doing something that I enjoyed and accepting. Mm -hmm. I really did accept that if it didn't come through, we would, it's fine. It's like, fine. it's fine. Even though it's our livelihood, it's like, well, if it doesn't come through, it's fine. Right. Right. And I really accepted that. And then it came through and it's funny how that worked. Cause I feel like if I didn't accept it, I wouldn't have. That's interesting because it's like, you just kind of spun it, just doing something positive, like not even something. I just got out campaign. of my head. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just like, don't even think about it. Like, don't even like, you know, sit there and like mm -hmm. over and over again. That's interesting. Cause I have a tendency to sit there and like, I, like, it'll just go on and on and on. You but know? when you notice when you're busy, mm -hmm. you don't like, I post something on TikTok or Instagram. And if I'm not busy, I just sit there and I look like, how's it doing? How well is it going? Yeah. Do people like yes. it? But when I'm so busy, I post it and I don't even look at it for like five, six hours. And I go, oh, how's that? Go? You know, yeah. how's that going? And it doesn't even matter if it goes well or doesn't go well. It just hasn't consumed my thoughts. Yes. Good point. Good point. Yeah. You just can't sit there and like focus on it so much that everything else is, you know, you mm -hmm. should be doing other things. Okay. This is what I'm going to do because I tend have a tendency to do that. Or just repeat because your manifesting was going really well. But have, yeah. you, have you been continuing? But I feel like Tam and I feel like I've honestly like. The beginning January was hard. January was hard. You know, mm -hmm. I had that friend that passed away. Like it was like, it just was like one thing after another in January. It just kind of felt like a funky month. Like it was mm -hmm. like, Bleh. um, so I felt like I was doing good at the beginning of the month, like right after new year's, like totally doing, you know, the, the practice and like doing all the things, but I'll be honest. Like, I feel like I fell off a little bit. So now mm -hmm. I'm like getting, trying to get back on it, which is why I'm like, okay, stop the like cycle of negative thoughts first, like start mm -hmm. doing positive. Like, mm -hmm. so I'm trying to like, kind of get myself back on there because I just thought, I don't know, like, Oh, January, I think it was funky for everyone, but I think it's because there's so much. Um, I think one of the biggest problems in life is expectation. I really mm -hmm. do. And I think that every year, especially in Western culture, we're expected to come out with like just balls to the wall, right? Like yeah. making money, being successful, looking hot, mm -hmm. stopping drinking. That's why there's like dry, dry January. Oh, why the fuck God. is it dry January? Why don't you just do dry June? Like, why yeah. is it every year that's the day to start? And then when you put right. so much, when you put expectations on everything and you don't meet them, mm -hmm. you get depressed. Yes. Oh my God. So, okay. What are your thoughts on dry January? Do you think it's just like stupid? I haven't drank in three, two and a half, three months now. You haven't? No. Girl. 
And I stopped drinking, not because, not because I have a problem, you know, I don't have a drinking problem because, you know, if I did, I'd definitely stop. Right. But because I'm at this point in my life where Mm -hmm. I don't want something, there's two reasons. One, I was using it every time I felt anxious. I was like, I need a glass of wine. Okay. Or I'm stressed. I need a glass of wine. Or is there wine at the restaurant we're going to because I, I'm nervous to be out and about. I have social right. anxiety, right? So I'm using it now as a, I'm not using it like I want to have fun. I'm using it like I need it to get past something. So okay. I need to fix that something. So that's number one. And number two, I just don't like feeling like I feel like I don't have enough time as it is. I don't want right. to feel sick the days that I have time to like spend on my family or myself. I don't want to feel sick. Yeah. Cause it's true. You don't feel good. Like after you Mm-mm. drink, no matter how, it, and it's not even really, I don't think the amount, it's just like, if you put it I in your body, just, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. You're not going to feel good the next day. I just feel like, especially cause of COVID and so like, we're so worried about feeling ill, especially right. me, but it's like, I don't, I definitely will go back to having a glass of wine every now and then I just, I'm at this point where every day matters because I have so few of them with my family right? that I just don't want it to be the, you know, I'm so shitty. Like my period came today. I didn't even know it was coming because I had no PMS. Really? You had no PMS? None. I didn't oh. even know I had, I was not, didn't even know I was getting my period today. <laughs> what do you think? Like, how did you get no PMS? I've had no alcohol. What, do you I've think that no was alcohol. it? I, I literally had no bloating. I have not gained weight. Yeah. Um, I did get a little bit of swelling in my fingers. That's it. But I wasn't tear. I didn't cry. I wasn't um, bitchy at all. Wow. So you're probably getting more rest too, like because of the sort no of. drinking, right? Because that's sort why- of. I still have to be up at 4 a.m. for set, but sure. <laughs> you're like, well, yeah. maybe not. Maybe not. Um, I don't know. Wow. So maybe there is some like truth. I mean, I know, like, honestly, I mean, you get like a more restful sleep and like, you know, you don't, you're not sick the next day. So that's good mm-hmm. too, but maybe it does have PMS. Like, you know, it helps with, Oh, PMS. it definitely affects your hormones. And I've also noticed that, and this happens every time when I cut out alcohol mm-hmm. without fail, I'll lose five pounds to, to five to 10 pounds, which is about five kilos within six months without a doubt. And I, and I, and I'm not, I don't, I'm not even a big drinker, but you think, okay, so if I have four to five drinks a month, mm-hmm. that's probably an extra 500, six, seven, maybe like say, say 800 calories. Plus I eat more when I, yeah, when I drink, drink yeah. so I say eight. So it's probably an extra couple thousand calories a week. Um, so that, so you lose a a pound is 3,500 calories. So I'm losing a pound probably every week and a half just by cutting out alcohol. Wow. And that's not even like bumping up your, and not changing anything else. Like still eating my dark chocolate, still eating whatever. Yeah. You're a million snacks a day. (laughs) (laughs) I'm ready on my 31. I'm like, oh my God, what are you eating now? <laughs> but, but just cutting alcohol. Yeah. Yes, that's it. Like that's it. That's it. But there is something to be said too for grazing like that. You know, like mm-hmm. you just graze all day. Mm-hmm. It, like I feel like that's also really good for your metabolism, you know? Yeah, you're putting fire, you're putting wood into a fire. But yeah. I find that interesting with alcohol that every time I do it, I lose yeah. weight. Again, I'm not trying to lose weight right, right. now. It's just it just happens. So it just must mean that you just extra calories for like that. It's just empty calories. Did you get notice anything with your skin? Like your, like any, you know, like the blood. Yeah. I mean, I popped a good little pinball right now because I'm in my period, but, um, yeah, there's just, you don't, I don't break out. Like I used to, 
that in and of itself. Why don't you just do, you've done a dry month, haven't you? Yeah, I did it. I'm trying to think. When was the last time? I think it was like seven years ago. (laughs) Like when I was five. When I was pregnant, I didn't drink. (laughs) Oh, Oh, good. Roxy. Okay. (laughs) So when you were pregnant. When I was pregnant. Um, I'm trying to think. I did it once. I want to say it was like, but it's been a minute. It was like probably five years ago or something. Mm -hmm. And I didn't do it. It started out like, not really because I was trying to do it for like an extended period of time. I think what happened was I actually got sick and Mm. had like the flu or whatever, or like a cold. And you know, when you're like that, you don't want to drink, but then Mm -hmm. like, because I hadn't drank then for like 10 days or something while I was sick, Mm -hmm. I just kind of like didn't drink. And it, I think it Mm -hmm. lasted like, I don't know, maybe six weeks, like something like that. Six to eight weeks. I don't know. How'd you feel? I felt great. I mean, I actually slept that's mm-hmm. like the thing for me too, is the sleep. Cause mm-hmm. I'll tell you, I went to this dinner last night and we had like, you know, wine and I just like, I don't normally drink red wine, but I had some, cause it was like part of the dinner last mm-hmm. night. And I'll tell you something. I had an awful night of sleep. Cause of course, all the sulfates and yes. all the preservatives and oh yeah, your heart will start racing. Yes. Yes. And then woke up today, of course, felt like shit because mm-hmm that red wine gives me like a headache the next day. And it's just like, ugh. I find alcohol really a hard one for me because I do think for me and my stress and anxiety, it does help that. So I do think on a Friday night, like when I'm in my head the whole time, like having a drink, like, oh, that feels just so good. Yeah. But I'm going to have to pay for it in some way the next day. Cause even one, I'm still edgy, you know, cause it just, it just doesn't work for me. So it's such a fine line of like what I want mentally to like calm myself down and then what I probably don't need you know which is just feeling shit the next day so do you think you're gonna like stay doing this like last time when you did it because you did it almost (laughs) a year last I did a year 2020 and I wasn't pregnant that's right and it was like COVID too yeah I did it for my pregnancy which is 2019 and then I drank for like four or five months and I did it all of 2020 till my birthday till August till that's right. So you're, yeah. that was I'm like sure first- I do. I do these. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm sure I'll probably drink again. You think I don't so? Know. But, I think so. But I feel like Sean also doesn't drink a lot too. Oh God. I force him to drink alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you sure don't want some, you sure don't want some poor guys. Like you've been pushing alcohol on me. I know I hate people who push me. So it's horrible. He's like, sure. Um, he's not an alcohol. No, he does not like that. Yeah. He's not like a drink. I don't even know. I was just trying to think like, have I even, I don't even know if I've ever seen him drink. Does David drink a lot still? Like he'll drink. So we did this thing where we don't, we don't drink at home anymore. Like after work, like, you Mm -hmm. know, like before we would be like, okay, let's have a glass of wine or whatever. But now we pretty much cut that out. I mean, I'll say when we go to see, that's the thing. We have so many social events like this week and weekend that, you know, we'll have a couple cocktails because a lot of the sponsors are like, you know, clients and things like that. So we'll have some drinks. I mean, he, he's more of like a social drinker too, pretty much mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. I think for him, but he's more of a reserved person. So I think for him it does calm him down. It does. It does. And he's like more socially it's like, cause he can be a little more like quiet, you know, 
I think well, Dr. Aman, you know, Dr. Aman, the guy who scanned yeah. my brain mm-hmm. said that alcohol, you literally can see how much alcohol someone drinks just based on the size of their brain really? and like the, the, the surface of the brain, how bumpy it gets, because oh. he's like, it's so bad for your brain alcohol. And he said that there's Ooh. just been a study. This is what he said that oh. has come out from the cancer council that has like said that it does cause cancer. Oh. <gasps> really and then all these all these messages of like a glass of wine's really good a day right. a glass of wine's great for your, your 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 blood and all that stuff is is just a narrative like that has been perpetuated from alcohol companies to make us drink more really so all that resveratrol stuff all that stuff yeah yeah really he's like it definitely you know it doesn't it's not the only cause for cancer right, but it is right. something that causes over time cancer now these are his words so don't anyone get on there <laughs> you're like don't have me i'm just relaying his information the doctor's information check him out right. don't come after me yeah <laughs> interesting so he said that what did he say about did he say anything about marijuana like about how oh it he affects- said it's so horrible for your brain but again I I've seen studies that say that cannabis is amazing for pain management. So I don't know what the, what to, so you, did he say that alcohol or cannabis is worse? You'll have to check it out. (laughs) He's like, like, are you asking me? Because you're like, can I smoke weed then if I give up alcohol? (laughs) How about you just find happiness in life without being inebriated? (laughs) Hmm, what would I do then? What would I do with that then? Yeah, I probably need to be more fun, but right now it's just about work for me. I know. You're like work, 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 work. Wait, so you're not going to see the kids now for like- So I see them today and then I go back to Melbourne. So I'm shooting the weeks and I come back on the weekends, but the weekends could be a day, could be two days. So- yeah, you don't yep. know like when it like how long. No, it'll be I find until... out the schedule the week before. So oh, okay. So it's like, okay. So you're just yeah. kind of living by the seat of your pants, right? I'm now, just girl. living not knowing what we're doing. I mean, we're gonna come back to the States in March. Um okay. and then be there for three months. And then we're gonna we're gonna be in we're gonna be bi what do you call it? And it's not bilingual, it's bi country. Like we're gonna yeah. live in both places. <laughs> you're gonna be bi. Okay. <laughs> We're just going to be by. We're going to like both sides, which I think is great. <laughs> oh, that's kind of like the best of both worlds. So you're like, we'll do a little U.S. and a little Australia. We'll be an Aussie U.S. travelers. It'll be great. I, I think mean... that my, my accent's kind of a hybrid anyway. So I know it is because sometimes you fall into like the Australia. I do. Like, it's like accidental. Oh. But like Lennon will be like, I'll be like, are you okay? And Lennon goes, I'm fine. I'm actually fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really oh fine. God. I'm really fine. That's so she's like turning into such a grown up. Yeah, Phoenix girl. would probably keep her accent because she's older, not old yeah. enough. Like she's seven, but but eight. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. But Lennon, um, she's three, so she's starting to pick it up. So you think Phoenix will retain like an American yes. accent? Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. so it'll be like. But then Lennon, that'll be cool though if you have one kid like with one accent. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> and then my question to you is: Do I have a third kid? Oh, you need to, but you better get on it, girl. Thanks. What are you saying? What are you saying? <laughs> my clock's a ticking. I don't know. I want, I don't know. You, I you haven't decided I'm not yet? in my forties yet, but it's just like, I want to enjoy my forties. And I don't know if I can fully enjoy my forties with a newborn. It is a lot of work. It is a lot yeah. of work. Do you think you, will you, are you putting like a time limit on it or are you just like, yeah, if it happens by summer. Or whatever. So summer is the like ending cut off Mm -hmm. 
And if it doesn't happen by the summer, what does that mean? No, I'm going to try in summer. Uh, no, okay. I'm going to make the decision in summer whether we're going to okay. try or not. Okay. So you'll know by like September if you're going to try. I mean, not. look, I have a show that I'm up for. If that show mm. goes ahead, what would be perfect is to shoot the first season and kind of get pregnant in the middle of it. Cause I know that I'll be working and right. so it'll be fine. Like for right. me, it's always been the, you know, I want to continue working, mm-hmm. being in film and TV. And I want to also have a kid, but what happens normally is you have a child, you're pregnant, you don't get cast. And then you're in postpartum for a full year. So it's yeah. like you, you take two years off of your career. You really do. Yeah. That's a good. So, point. I mean, some people don't because they're working while they're pregnant, mm-hmm. but if I can be working and pregnant, that would be the ideal. Yeah. Cause they can hide your pregnancy if you're not or just write it in or yeah, whatever. I mean, the first three months, I remember doing a movie when Lennon was in my stomach and I just vomited between takes. So I just, <laughs> I don't know if I ever want to do that again, yeah. but, um, but yeah, the second, second half is pretty good. But when you were on Pretty Little Liars, when you were pregnant, I was pregnant. Phoenix, did they yeah. write that into the script or you had to cover it? No, 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 no. They covered it. Okay. So like you just had to walk around with like a bag in front of you or yes. whatever. <laughs> You're like, I, do a I lot was of really shopping. pregnant. There's a scene where Shay Mitchell uh-huh. pulls me out of the um, river uh-huh. and I was seven and a half to eight months <sighs> pregnant. And I was so freaked out because they were warming the temperature up because it was in the middle of the night. So we oh. obviously didn't want us freezing. And they told us the temperature, they, they think they were going to raise it to like, you know, 90 something. Okay. And I was, I just had to make sure that like it was okay because they couldn't raise it too high because they couldn't be in too hot water. I think the, yeah. So, so it was just like a whole thing to like even put me in the water pregnant. Wait, so it was like, it, oh, you were in the studio. It wasn't like you were in an actual I was river. outside in an actual, <gasps> like, ma- man-made river. Like, they they made they made it. Okay, and okay. she pulled me out of the river. But, you know, the biggest thing that I missed being pregnant, yeah. literally more than sushi, alcohol, any of that, was hot baths. Oh, that's right. Because you can't get in when you're pregnant. You can't. You can't, you can't have a very hot bath. You can have, like, a lukewarm bath. <laughs> Which is, like, no fun. Yeah. Because you're, like, cold. It's, like, yeah. it's with the whole point. And oh, if okay. I had a third, do you think I'd have a boy or a girl? First first thing that comes to mind. Don't think about it too long. Boy. Boy or girl. You think boy. I'll have a boy? Uh-huh. I think you'd have a boy. Do you really? Yeah. I think you'd have a boy. I think so. I just feel like boy vibes. I feel like... Mm. yeah i think like sean can make the boy happen i think i'm gonna have another girl (laughs) (laughs) you could grow up like i did three girls that's fine i swear to god i think there's gonna be i keep forgetting you have sisters because you never talk about them (laughs) they're like please do not talk about yeah i'm like uh you have sisters i literally think you're an only child most of the time (laughs) no right um yes i have two younger sisters and um how old are they so they are two years younger than me. I, the uh, one that's like right below me is two years younger. And then the one that's the baby. You want to tell me? I six love years it. younger than me. She's 18, which makes <laughs> me 24. I know how old you are because you went to the same class as like all of our friends. <laughs> but they're lying about their ages. Yeah, they're lying. That's true. Well, you know, I just celebrated another birthday. So. I know, but I don't know. Like, when are we celebrating? Is there any big birthdays coming up at some point? At some I have a big point. One coming up. In like 20 years when I turn 30, In- I want you to tell me all about it. I'm just going to, you know what? I don't even care. When I see you next, I'm going through your wallet. <laughs> 
<laughs> you're like i'm gonna double check the date on your on your freaking so get this this is what's so crazy i had a friend for like five years in la and uh-huh. she reported herself she was purporting herself to be kind of close to my age so okay. i met her when i was 31 right okay and i thought maybe she was like 32 or something because she yeah. kept like and she looked i i mean i'm not a good judge like as i get older now i'm like oh when you see certain lines that's mm-hmm. probably they're this age and when the, your neck starts getting a little then they're probably this age like i kind <laughs> of know now gauging by skin like how old someone probably is but I didn't know I was 31 so I was like oh she's probably 33 34 Mm -hmm. and um and she'd never told me her age for like years of being friends with her she would just like say like yeah you know because her music was so much more like my husband's music right and my husband's 10 years older than me so I'm like "Mm," because like I'd be like Spice Girls and she'd be like oh no that wasn't she's like oh yeah no I I like Spice Girls I'm like no I don't think you do you like like you know uh uh, Uh uh, George Michael (laughs) (laughs) I'm like this is just not we're not in the same like decade Uh and then so I just didn't know didn't know and then we had uh Christmas at her mom's house and Mm -hmm. her mom was like yeah because you know, blah, 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 was born in 1975. I'm born in 1983. So I was like, oh my gosh, I had no idea. And she, she, I didn't ask her, I didn't ask her mom, but her mom was just like, yeah, because, you know, blah, 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 was born in 1975. So I was like, oh, she's 47. And I had no idea. I had no idea the entire relationship. Not that it changed anything. Right, right. But like, she just purported herself to be my age. (laughs) She was like, you know us girls. We're like, you know, rolling along. She's like, Vasquez rocks. And I'm like, "Mm." she's like, Hanson. I'm like, really? Because it's like young enough to be her child. <laughs> Has that ever happened to you when like you thought someone was way older or way younger and you were like thrown off guard? You know what is so funny? There's actually, now that I'm thinking about it, there is a friend like who's married. She's like the wife of one of our friends and she guards her ID with her life. Like she will not let anybody know how old she is. She, I mean, she could be... I guess she could be 35 or 52. Like, I mean, she literally, this, this woman will not let her wallet like out of her sight. Cause she specifically for the reason, like she won't let her wallet. That's so funny. It's so funny specifically because she does not want people to see her ID to see how old she is. Yeah. I mean, that's so crazy. Right. I mean, fine. If you're like snooping and you see it, you know, but like, you know, I'm it's going just, to go through your bag. I know you will. You're going to be like. And this is the thing. I'm not even going to hide it. I'm going to be like no. going through your bag. <laughs> You're like, I need to know. The and then you'll try to follow me and I'll be like, still going. Or I'll just go to David. Hey, David, how old's Roxy? <laughs> He'll be like, oh, younger than me. <laughs> He's always trying yeah. to make me older too. He always like loves to tell people I'm like two years older than I actually am. I'm like, really, David? You're like, that's not. Words. No. And I'm like, no matter what, I will never be as old as you at the same time. <laughs> you will always be older. You yeah, always I used to think it was so cool. Like when I met Sean, I was in my twenties, he was in his thirties. And I was always like, oh, it's so cool to have an older man. Right. And I'm like, oh, you're just going to be so old. <laughs> I'm still so young. Totally. I always give so much shit about that too. I'm like, oh, you're going to be like a senior citizen. And then like, oh, I'm going to be like still. sleeping with a senior citizen, you know? Yeah. I'm like getting old. It's hard to see like your parent. My, I feel like my mom's actually a, like a whip. Like she's 
seems exactly like she was 20 years ago, but my, I feel like my dad's starting to like get older, you know, mentally. Yeah. And it's just, it's so scary. I don't know. I, 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 I almost can't think about it cause it's too much to think about. Yeah. Um, but I don't know, do you, do you feel like your parents are starting to get a little older? Yeah. They're starting to get older. And like, I just noticed like when I, and I think too, being away from the pandemic for so long from them, like two years, you know, it's like, going back after that, the first time when I went back in June, seeing them like as they've aged, because it's Mm -hmm. like one thing to see them on FaceTime, but then like when you're with them and you're like standing next to them or like walking with them and to see the aging process, how it's taken Mm -hmm. a toll on them. It, it is really sad. And I have noticed my parents like getting older, particularly the same thing. Like my dad, my mom is still like, you know, really whip smart. My dad's in in her sixties. My dad's in his seventies. What about you? So my mom oh my god she's gonna kill me for telling this but my mom is having a big birthday this year 70 <laughs> 75 oh my goodness 75 and my dad is let's see she looks amazing right like she doesn't look 75 no, right she does not she's no she looks great and oh, she well, seems really with it yes right like mm-hmm. with it i'll tell her you said so mm-hmm. um, <laughs> um and then my dad is 82 too so like with him you can tell a difference I mean he still goes to work and like you know practices medicine and all that stuff Mm -hmm. but you can tell like he gets tired now much easier you know at the end of the day Mm -hmm. and like he likes to take naps now and like you know Mm -hmm. it's like stuff that where before he was so like go 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 you can tell like now it's do you think about like ultimately what I just I I, it's almost even let myself go there I know I don't I I know we people get through it but it's I know I can't though I don't even you can't even process it no because I mean they've been with us like our whole lives you know Mm -hmm. it's like to think of them not there it's really so sad and so disturbing you know and it's like you can't even let yourself go there I feel like and then I always think about oh you know, all the regrets you have, right? Like the regrets yes. of leaving and moving to a different state or yes. moving to a different country. And yep. like, did I do enough? Did I, you know, because we're also yeah. Yeah, we're like overwhelmed too. And we've got kids. It's like the generation I feel like we're in where it's like, we're taking care of our parents and our kids. Yes. And that's kind of that, it's called the middle, I think it's the middle generation, whatever it is. It's a middle time in your life where you're looking after kids and parents. Right. You know, you don't really have your parents looking after you and your kids aren't looking after you. Yes. And your parents are getting to the age now where they're starting to like slow down. And it is almost like the roles are reversing a little bit, you know, from mm-hmm. when they took care of us. Now it's like the tables are turning, you know, mm-hmm. and it's really, it's hard to like grasp that and to, you really have to, you know, I was talking about it with David and he's like, now at this point, he's like, you have to, because he, he's already lost his mother. So mm-hmm. he just has his father around. And so it's like, he's like, you really have to cherish these times when your parents get to these ages and really mm-hmm. put in the time you know and like make the effort and like do all the things because you don't it's know hard, yeah but it's hard sometimes because how do I say this like as they get older it's like you want to help and you love them so much but because you're so exhausted mm-hmm. and got so many stresses sometimes you just get frustrated you know what I mean yeah. you're just like oh things start to annoy you about things yeah. and it's not fair it's like it's not their fault if they're slower or they repeat right. themselves or they're kind of get flustered and angry because they, you know, misplace something. We just kind of right. get frustrated, you know, because yeah. we're also overwhelmed. And yeah. I realize, like when I get so overwhelmed, like I don't even know how to how to do anything or let alone have a conversation. Yeah. How to like channel it. Right. Like so it's not like the, the emotion that comes out. Right. It's mm-hmm. like 
it's really hard, but I guess it's like, it's also like a, an exercise in patience, right? Like and and just perspective, I think just always yeah. remembering and just telling yourself that time is finite. I said this on my stories the other day yeah. about like, stop wasting, stop wishing time away, stop mm-hmm. wishing. Oh, I wish this day could go. I wish this, you know, my, the weekend would come faster. I wish I'd get through this traffic light or like get mm-hmm. home faster because like time is finite. We don't have more days. No. So it's like, if we wish the time away, there's no more time to get to. Yeah, it's true. Like, what do we have? Right. If we're like wishing time away, like, what do we have after we, that's what we have. We have the time, you know, and mm-hmm. yeah, we should be like living in the moment, you know, it should really be about that, you know, yeah. even if living a- in the moment, don't you have to get to another thing? Oh, girl. <laughs> Where are you going right now? Oh God. I have another Super Bowl dinner tonight. Then I get another night of shitty sleep and have to do it all over again tomorrow. Where is the Super Bowl? When is the Super Bowl happening? So the Super Bowl is happening on Sunday and it's the Rams, the LA Rams versus the Cincinnati Bengals. Mm-hmm. And so everyone's excited because it's going to be in Rams house in the mm-hmm. Rams house. It's the hometown team, girl. It's the hometown Town team. team. Will you be watching it? Can you, you can see it. I'm sure. Really? Yeah. I'm it's like a big football fan. I know. I know. Girl, you could have fooled me. I mean, I, I would be, I mean, I don't know. I get really excited. Like while it's happening. Cause mm. what else Why not? do I do? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm just too busy right now to have any fun, but, um, oh my God. not for long. Yeah. Yeah. Not for long. Um, yeah. So that's that that's going to be the weekend. And guess what I get to do next week? Get Botox. Oh no. A little bit lower on the body. Just oh my guess. Are you doing, are you doing body contouring? Uh, go to the back. You're doing butt. Oh, you're doing M sculpt. No inside. <laughs> oh, you're doing a colonoscopy. Yes. Oh, I'm so sorry. I thought it was going to be totally <laughs> no. superficial where you no. could like get mus- get muscles on your butt. No, oh, no. To do that too. I'm telling him to do that too. Girl. I am not excited about this. I'm sorry. It's your first one. I've had one. I had one when I was 20 because I had stomach issues. So what happened? How was it? It's your, you literally shut out. You shut sh- you shut your eyes and you're awake. It's and fine. Inside. And was your butt sore? Like two seconds. Um, my butt wasn't sore, but my throat was sore. Why? Because they, they put that. They put they no. They put it in the wrong hole. That's what she said. Um, they put like a breathing tube down, I think, and that just really hurt. What? They have Did to. You- I think they put a breathing thing down when you when you're under. Oh, I'm pretty geez. sure. <laughs> Oh. When, what day is it it's on wednesday okay i'll call you yeah, do you have butt me. problems or is just like a checkup my tummy hurts so but i but i am at that age too where it's like okay mm. you need to start having mammograms what age is that piece. that's 22 <laughs> <laughs> i think it's i don't know i'm not I don't know. I'm not due for a colonoscopy, but I think mammograms at some point. Yeah. Mammograms. I think, yeah, your mammogram should be happening soon. In your thirties or when you get in yeah, your forties? I think in your, th- wait a minute. Is it your third? Is it 35? I think it's 40. Is it? I thought it was 30. No, no, no. Maybe it's not 35. Maybe it's, is it 40 or is it 35? I don't know. I'll go check it out. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, just another thing to do. God, getting older sucks. Yeah, it really does. It really, really does. But remember, aging is a privilege that not everybody has. Yeah, I hate when you say that. <laughs> <laughs> you no, know it is true. 
I hate when you say that. I got another trip you. around the sun. I'm like, oh God, another <laughs> trip around the sun. Why aren't I still young? <laughs> oh, it just goes like water under the bridge. Young trip around the sun. <laughs> well, good luck with your butt, doctor. Thank you. And um, we should try to get another podcast in before you yes. get your butt checked. But yes, yes. I'd like to. Um, you know what they're going to say? Butt. They're going to say you should stop drinking. <laughs> I know. And they're also going to be like, oh my God, what is this? What did we, what is this a <laughs> shoe from like 19, you know, yeah. is that the tampon that she left <laughs> yeah, up there when she I went know. out and partied <laughs> and couldn't remember it? <laughs> yeah. You so many know. things are going to find up in there. <laughs> I know David. I mean, who knows? <laughs> yeah. You could, uh, maybe a little, uh, uh, rabbit. <laughs> what do they call it? Uh, a ferret. <laughs> Whatever works for you, whatever floats yes, your boat, Roxy. The gerbil story. The gerbil. The gerbil that's yeah, right. Never. The gerbil. <laughs> I'm sure they'll find a gerbil up your butt. And if they don't, uh, well, they've had a boring day. Yeah. <laughs> then it's just I bet they found a few things up there that they're just like, well, what is this? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You never know. I mean, what exactly is this? <laughs> we need to take a little fishing pole up there and pull out. Yeah, what we, got. we really yeah. have to go into what this is. <laughs> yeah, you like exactly. uh, a few uh, gerbil turds up there. Yeah. <laughs> the clear indication that there's been a gerbil somewhere. <laughs> gerbil babies, you know, the family. Yeah. It's like yeah. the whole thing, the whole thing. We got to ask someone. We got to ask a butt doctor. Yes. Oh, like, we should have if. a butt doctor come on. Yes. <gasps> because everyone wants that. <laughs> <laughs> we could ask him all the poop questions. Yeah. Like everybody who? has poop. Everybody oh, yes. Poop. Let's get a butt. I, I love yes. to. T- yeah. I love to figure out poop because it, it yes. actually is interesting enough. Poop is a massive indication on how healthy you are. Yeah. You're, you can tell a lot by your poop, right? Definitely. I have not been having my probiotics and mine are very small and hard. (laughs) I feel like we need to get out of this podcast at some point (laughs) because we started off so well. And now it's just like, every time we get to the end, it just divulges into this. And I just feel like we just really need to move on. I mean, it's true. Which people are like, bye bye. They're like, and here's where everyone turns off. <laughs> right. We got to go. We'll always see now ratings. Like when we look at like the back end, like everything's going <laughs> yeah. so well, and then everyone turns off. It's <laughs> when the poop happens, when the poop happens. It is when the poop happens. You know. Well, rocks go have fun. We've got some great guests coming up. Yes, we do. Good ones. Next few weeks. Good ones, good ones, good ones, good ones. It has been. I'm very grateful that you've been understanding of my work schedule i've only got a couple more weeks left yes and then it's back to the drawing board back to the states yeah yay that'll be so fun back to the states it'll be good times yeah we'll have a good time when you come back to los angeles amazing bull rocks i love you go have fun today thank you you too enjoy your do you have a day off today sort of okay I was going to say day off is still creating content, doing podcasts (laughs) then and doing a photo shoot. Then sure. Yes. I have a day off um, of, of acting work. (laughs) Exactly. You're like my other four jobs. Yeah. My other 17 (laughs) jobs and my children are still there. That's what freaks me out when I work so much too. Like, I'm just like, oh my gosh, you just let so many things like slide, you know? But it's like, what are you going to do? You know, you just time, you can just do with time that you have, you know? Yeah. You have to make the most of it. Right. Yeah. Living in the moment. Okay, Rox, have a good rest of your your day. 
All have fun right. at the Super Bowl party. Oh, girl. Send, I don't know what, a bed, cot, sleep, <laughs> all the things. Send the butt doctor. <laughs> yes, yeah, send the butt doctor in. You never know. <laughs> you never know your luck. <laughs> you never know, girl. <laughs> well, thanks, guys, so much. You can follow us on Women on Top Official on Instagram. <gasps> and Women on Top Podcast on Facebook and Women on Top on Clubhouse. And don't forget to rate, subscribe, and comment. Love. Thank you guys so much. I am Taman Sursaw. And I am Rocks Manning. And we are Women on, on Data Way Roxy. Ta-da! Ta-da!